You, you have to be the king of theme songs. Like, you just have to be. Because <laughs> oh they're goodness. so catchy. <laughs> Welcome to Talks with AQ. I hope you've had a great and amazing week. As you know, we talk about motivation, music, and any topic of today. Today is a special episode. I have a special guest today. You're probably like, what? Special guest? Yes. And her name is Shay Ann Marie. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm doing amazing. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. It's just kind of hot, but you know how that goes. <laughs> yeah, well, you see, I thought it was hot in Oklahoma, but this Arizona weather is something else. Oh, my. You in Arizona? That sun is big. Yes, the sun is beaming. I'm on my layover right now. I'm visiting Cali for the first time. Oh, fancy. You probably got big things in store. Well, <laughs> you know, they got big stuff in store. This is going to be my little vacation. Let's hope. Okay. I'm going to try to meet some people, but it's mostly I want to see if I like Cali vibe because I've never been to the West Coast. Okay. I've never been either, so you should tell me about it after you come back and return. I shall. <laughs> and you know what? Maybe if I love it, we could just go make another trip over there. Okay. Bet, bet. It helps to know people in California. So I just know a couple, which is better than none, I guess. Ooh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so to all my viewers... This is a special episode. This is the artist to watch. Now with this, I usually spotlight an artist who has been doing music or is on the rise and is coming out with fire and probably somebody you've never heard before. In our last episode, I did an artist shout out and I had shouted out Shan Marie because she is creating so much fire and you should check it out. She has a single out right now. It's called Lagrimosa and she has more music on the way. So without further ado, What's up with all this music you cooking up? So I've been working on my first solo album. It, originally, it was going to be just an EP, but then quarantine kind of helped create so many more ideas. So now I'm just like, we have enough content to do a whole album now, so why not? <laughs> Slowly, I'm working on a plan on how to release everything mm -hmm. like in a strategic way so that I'm not just releasing everything at once and people right. kind of miss the wave. Um, which is something that I've never really like thought about, you know, as far as mm -hmm. marketing your own album. People who are part of my Patreon, like yourself, everyone who's really following my artistry has gotten to hear a lot of sneak peeks and amazing songs and even stuff that we worked on together. One of my favorite songs is No Love Left Behind. <laughs> no Love Left Behind is a song that basically AQ wrote. I've been wanting to talk to you about this. like. Maybe we should do a where you rap on it. Where I rap on it? Uh-huh, instead of me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because it's such your vibe, but, like, I love that song. If you can, you should, like, give them a little snippet. Give them, like, a little 15, 30-second snippet of the song, but that's it. Definitely. I wouldn't give them more. Y'all uh, totally, if you can, I would love for you to just take a little sneak peek. 
Oh, only not too much because I got to make you want more. But just so you can see what AQ and I have been able to work together. And that's just one of the many that we'll be working on. I'm working on getting Get Lucky, the Daft Punk and Pharrell cover Ooh. released really soon. Okay. Uh, hopefully it'll be mixed when I get back from California. Okay. Last night I recorded final vocals for my other half. And so we'll see them all when we release that one. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you for that. Thank you. As she said before, we worked on No Love Left Behind. <laughs> she had randomly sent me the music one day and I just randomly just did something and she was like, what? And then it ended up becoming something that is her song. And I'll share a 15 second clip right after this so you guys can get a taste for what's in store. <laughs> yeah, it screams AQ the singer, y'all like. <laughs> So if you love AQ, you'll love this song. Like there's no, it's not even about me. <laughs> it's just a good song. Um, my brother made the beat actually for No Love Above. Oh Bye. yeah, shout out OG Marty, man. He, he always has bangers. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, AQ banger. Hey, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so going back to you, your origin, what got you into performing? Well, I've been singing my whole life. Music is a big part of like my culture, my family, just no one in my family sings. No one does the same artistic thing. Like one's a DJ, one will dance, one writes, one is an artist, one is producer, like it's just different. Um, so I'm the only technically vocalist in my family, but the whole the music really lived in us forever because i sang before i talked i never actually spoke anything i used to just sing everything and so i think i was seven yeah i was seven because it was like 2001 or 2002 when ashanti's first album came out okay. and i remember i bought it and we were on our way to jersey visiting some family and on the way i learned the whole album i'm on, on the way back from jersey i told my mom i was like i want to sing this for you so I have sang her thank you from Shanti's album on the way home at like seven years old. I don't know if y'all know that song, but it's an acapella song by Shanti. It's just like a minute and a half, just a cute little song. And <laughs> my mom was like, uh, I don't know if my daughter could sing or if I think she could sing because she's my daughter. <laughs> but all I know is she sings. And I told my mom that day, after she liked my voice. I was like, I want to be a singer, mommy. And so when I did that, uh, my mom basically at the age of seven until now uh, prepared me for the life of a performer. Like she made me practice every day, took care of my image, taught me pot like ethics and just posture and just manners, <laughs> things that, you oh know, you don't mom. really think about if you weren't like a, an important figure. So my mom just kind of really helped shape me into the woman I am so that I could become this artist that I am today. And it started at a very early age. It started before I even knew I wanted to do it, honestly. But I'm just really glad that I had my mom push me because when I was about 12, I stopped singing, period. Like I was like, nah, I'm done. Cause it was too much. It was overwhelming, the, the constant contact, having to always perform, my voice was always tired. I didn't really see any benefits, but you know, when you're 12 years old, <laughs> what right. benefits are you really getting? <laughs> right. I just didn't like see the end. And so at, at that point I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. 
But then I, I went through a really bad depression from like 12 to 14 because I didn't have music anymore. I like forced myself to like not do it. And then I was just miserable. So then at 15, I was like, I'm going to do this. You know, I'm going <laughs> to I made the decision to like take it seriously again. And that was high school. And I started doing uh, voice competitions in high school. And that led me to do music in college because originally I was just going to do pharmacy. Uh, wow. I'm a nerd. Yeah, I'm like really good at chemistry and I, I love numbers. Okay, so. nerd. <laughs> <laughs> and for a minute, my mom was like, you don't want to waste that brain of yours. But then I went to college and I fell in love with music again. And I was like, I got to do this. I have to. And then, yeah, here we are today. Two degrees later. Two degrees. And now re wow. ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> are you working on a third one? <laughs> oh, you see, you funny. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. It's just one year. The quarantine got me fucked up. <laughs> wow. Quarantine ain't no joke. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, but it's a good way to use your time. It's just a one year fast track program and. I'll get to learn a lot more about nonprofit leadership and things like that, which I need. Next question. What message do you hope to spread with your music? Man, oh, honestly, it's, that's a hard one. Not really. I just want people to always have good energy, feel the love and acceptance all the time good vibes love and acceptance all the time because i think if you always remember to have good vibes then then nobody will ever have like bad intentions mm. so i don't want i just want people when they see me they just think like sunshine and rainbows like you feel good i don't want you to like hear my name and cringe or hear my music and <laughs> feel some type of way so i i don't know i try to keep it very simple like just stay true like always be yourself, but like love people for people. That's valid. And no judge, no judgment here. So using those messages in your music, does that also have a reflection on what you had to go through in your life? Also, when you discuss, I think so. Like as cliche as it says, nothing worth having comes easy. Mm. So for me, okay. the, to make the decision to to be a musician and to be an artist like it's more than just creating songs in your room and with people mm. it's like you are now creating a medium for people to express themselves and communicate how they feel exactly and so even if i die tomorrow my demos are still going to be here on this world and if someone were to find them 100 years from now 500 years from now mm. and they listen to it like that's what matters right it's like the effect that you're the stuff that you're putting out into the world has and so i've been through a lot and i kind of had to be my own motivator for a long time and i didn't have anybody who were went through the same things i did or i didn't have anyone i could express to so i right. did so through my music and i used that to uplift me because like i just didn't know where else to get it from and right. not just me, I listen to other artists. Like, I love me some Mariah Carey and Christina and Whitney. 
and Mark Anthony, Michael, because like they have some really good messages in their songs. They do. And a few of their songs have got me through some hard <laughs> times, like for real. And right. one day I want to write a song like that, that people listen to when they're feeling some type of way. And like that song helps get them through that thing. I want to be that for people. It's not about being a billionaire or having right. hella streams because at the end of the day none of that shit matters exactly it's just it's the impact you're having exactly so with that being said you having music that inspires you recently had a live stream showcase so how did that go oh i mean it was <laughs> it was really fun it was crazy to put it together because you never done anything like a live stream right. concert before, <laughs> but um, it w I was just recording in the studio with my friend, and he was kind of like, you know, we should put on the concert in our house. Like, I can make some tracks for you. You can sing. I'll play guitar. And I'm like, yeah, man, we should totally do that. Like, and in my head, I'm just thinking it's this chill, laid back thing. It wasn't that big of a deal to me. Right. It's just me and perform. Like, what you do with your friends, you know, back in right. college. Um, but, uh, we like put on this, like, we just picked some songs and spent a couple nights practicing and then we just put on the live stream and people loved it. I mean, it was just nice because people missed like the feeling of going to a concert or just sitting and watching a performance or even just missing your favorite singers, like your favorite local singers. Cause you know, I miss being able to just hear you freestyle and and sing all the time like it's different on youtube <laughs> yeah. it's one thing it's one thing to go to like your school talent show or a school show or y'all just hanging out late after a rehearsal and then you're going to the racquetball room to go sing right. like it's not like that and so this kind of brought back that little that excitement again right um, it's, a, it's a whole different aesthetic when you have that <laughs> yeah so I don't know. It was it was different. I definitely want to do it again, but it also was a lot of work. As laid back as I made it seem, and but we put in a lot of hours just for that <laughs> one 50-minute concert. Right. And so this is something that you can make sustain a long time, but it's just a lot of work. And, you know, we did that for free, and I'm, that's totally fine. Like, I wanted it to be free, but then, you know, when, for you to do something like this all the time, you definitely need way more support and so I'm just grateful that I was able to do something like that and still like provide something for my people and it was just awesome like I, I want to do it again we should figure out how to do something right. even virtually because there's ways I just don't know there's how ways. yeah I need to, need to figure that ways. out I'm we might also... have to pre-record it right but... <laughs> pre-recorded sound <laughs> right here start go start at zero zero i'll start here all right bet <laughs> i've also seen uh with this artist mark rebier he does driving concerts so everybody is in their cars and he does like a loop improvisation music so he has a loop of a beat going on and he just does yeah. whatever so there's just the driving concert everybody's in their cars he had erica badu in his concert set and she was performing with him and everybody's just in there driving honking their horns like that's the way that they're cheering and i was like wow that's pretty interesting that he's doing it that way because wow hey, yeah that's kind of a good way of social distance nobody's really next to each other you're in your car you're in your space you got your snacks 
Everybody's in their own thing. Can you imagine singing and then like, (laughs) 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 you over here just feeling on the wrist like, (laughs) 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 if I was one of those people, I totally would have honked the horn on beat. Beep, 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 beep. You got that long delayed beat. Or you remember when we used to flatline on the car? Right. The stair- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I can imagine. I mean, that. but that is really smart. It's different. It's utilizing what we got. Exactly. <laughs> you know, he started out with doing his little live streams because he always did his concerts like in restaurants and things like that. But he was like, you know what? I want to go back and perform my tour set or whatever. So let's do drive-in concerts. So I was like, wow. Driving movies are coming back more rampant. We got driving concerts. Hold up, America. It's okay to go out now. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I ain't this ain't so bad because people nasty anyway. Like, that is okay. facts. Like, that hmm. is facts. People like, just realizing that germs are a thing. They've been around. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> I'd be like, um, it took this. I mean, my mom's been making me clean with bleach since I was seven. Exactly. So. <laughs> exactly. Actually, I think I was five when I started <laughs> when I started learning how to clean. So. <laughs> you say you better know now, cause you gonna need it. <laughs> and I don't mean straighten out the house. I mean like every Saturday, your grandma said, "Get your booty up. We gonna put on some music, some music? and clean, deep clean better, this house. You better clean. <laughs> you gonna know how to dance now." <laughs> You got dance lessons and cleaning lessons all in one. And it's like, wow, where else can you get this? Except a Latin household. Exactly. <laughs> I already know Mir was over here dancing on Saturdays. Oh, yes, she is. She, got, <laughs> she has her own YouTube channel, too. She was dancing. Oh, snap. <laughs> I didn't even realize she had her own channel. Yeah, she got her own channel, Memer's Corner. I need to I need to see her dance. I need to follow. I'm yeah. I'm gonna make sure I do that right now. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's listed on the YouTube channel, Memories Corner. The recent video we posted, she did this. She was I know she did dancing. like a split, like she said something. I didn't see the more recent one. I know I saw one where she made a comment. I think she uh like said like oh happy Father's Day message. That's what it was. Right. She and that was the last one I had saw. But I didn't realize, okay, Mirror, I need to see this. <laughs> Who edits her videos? You know. I'm <laughs> <laughs> about to say, oh snap. You know, you know, you know. I got to y'all. I gotta make other people famous. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I hey, can care less about hand, myself. <laughs> you got your hand on a lot. AQ. I do. That's like, oh, just so y'all know, AQ is also on the board of Shamry Enterprises which is yes. the artist co-op I'm working on. Oh, man. So he is going to be a part of some big changes, not just through Ooh. his artistry, but through others, too. So you're an amazing, amazing individual and artist. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I owe that all to all the things I've had to do in life because I've always been a person that likes to be busy. I know a lot of people always complain about being busy. like, oh, I'm busy. I can't do it. And I'm like... I like being busy though. Keeps me away from doing bad things, you know. Keeps me yeah. occupied. Not that you be wanting to do bad things, but <laughs> <laughs> sometimes bad things happen. <laughs> I can't deal with you. 
my goodness. As you can tell, we've known each other for a while, so. <laughs> <laughs> we've known each other for a while. For and a while. I, and I stopped ghosting him, so that's a good thing. <laughs> that is a good thing. That is. Now, do you have any stories of when you had failed and you had rose to success? See, question. Yeah. That is a good question. I've been thinking about this question for a minute, and if only y'all knew, because I have to remember, some people don't know me, but right, it, it has not. I, I sing, and like the, where I am today, it has been a journey, like a real journey. My image, like from my image to my vocals, everything. So <laughs> that's kind of hard, because you know, a lot of time when you fail, you don't always see the positive in that moment. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I know we've all failed. Uh, when it comes to music and performing, I've failed many times. Oh, yeah. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> and, but that's kind of the beauty of it is you can fail and then it's like, you know, that one failure doesn't define you. It's just, you kind of have to pick yourself up and dust yourself off and literally try again, just like the song. Just like the song. <laughs> Get that <laughs> dirt like, off your shoulder. <laughs> yeah, so, and I'm trying to think about if there's a specific moment in which I, like, really failed. And I just, many moments, honestly, come to my head. Um, and just one in particular. Uh, I remember I was auditioning for this show. And I was Ooh. so sure that I... Was, I was like, I'm prepared. I'm going to do this thing. And it was for Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder. It's a musical. Wow. And it's, it's an interesting musical. And so it's different. Like, when you look at me, most, like, the way it's traditionally cast, most people wouldn't cast people who look like me in that show, if that makes sense. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to change their mind. So I took Bill from Showboat, had a vocal coach at the time, and me and her, we changed the lyrics of Bill and fit it to fit the show and the part I was going to. So instead of saying, he's just my Bill, I just said, he's just my Monty. My Monty, Monty. Like, I just like did it very like mm -hmm. dramatic and crazy. And I swear I gave the best audition of my life. Like, I was like, right. about to be, it was the most artistic thing I've ever done. Like, they're going to love this. And they laughed. They loved me. Everything was, like, amazing. And I was like, I got this in the bag. Right. <laughs> I didn't get offered a damn role. Not a <laughs> single thing. Wow. And so I was like, how come, you know, and I've had so many auditions in the last couple of years where I've auditioned. And I was like, you know, that wasn't my best. But like thing, good things still sometimes came out of it or I made an impression still and then something else came because of that impression I made. And so when I was there, like they really were impressed with me and I was like, man, they love me. Like they're gonna ask me to be an ensemble or something. And I didn't get offered a damn thing. And like what that taught me, cause that was more recently, that was like in the last year, that that was the first time I ever had a really good audition and didn't get something because of it. And that wow. sounds very privileged and whatever, <laughs> but no, like, and I had, I've given auditions and I was like, I don't know what's going to happen and nothing happened. Like, but this was the first time I like felt so confident 
that nothing happened. And I was like, this was just a reminder. I think it was God's way of like keeping me humble because it was a reminder of the industry and the fact that like, you're not always gonna be someone's cup of tea and you're not always going to offer what they are looking for. You might not be their flavor and that is perfectly fine. And that does not always constitute as a failure. And to me, that's a sense in a failure being a success. Cause in that moment I realized, I was like, you know what? That was like, I just gave the best of this in my life and I made an impression and that's all it was. Like you don't have to equate your, the, the roles you get, the opportunities you have to your success. And like, for me, that was kind of like the biggest L, like the, <laughs> a big fail. Bad L. I did everything right. Like, why wasn't it enough? And sometimes it's just not right. And I hope that answers your question. But to it me, like, that was like the most eye-opening thing. Because, and I didn't feel bad about myself because I knew I did a damn good job. But it was just like, I wasn't what they wanted. Who knows what it was? It could have been my size, my look, my race. Like, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But no. I'm just saying, I guess that's my story when it comes to that. <laughs> wow that's a very impacting story i know a lot of people could relate to it because of what you had such as your confidence level being up high and that's like a big example of when you feel good about something you're doing and you're like wow that was really good and then somewhere far off another another person says you wasn't quite what we was looking for and then opens your mind to wow wasn't there a situation where you auditioned for something and you didn't get it but then you were offered something later oh yeah of course it was back in college <laughs> of course it's always educational <laughs> like, always, oh. always educate right you learn <laughs> your saddest days from education for some reason <laughs> <laughs> you pay all that money to get your <laughs> so basically the story was uh, someone that we both know had a capstone. And what capstones are is your final project that you do in college at your senior level. And they had their theater capstone and it was a musical. So I decided to audition for said musical. And, you know, they had the music. They said, hey, you know, sing this part, sing that. And Shay was the music director. That was funny, right? Everything ties together. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going into this thinking, I I got this in a bag. I know how to do what to do. So so I'm singing. I'm doing all these things. I'm feeling good. I'm like, all right, that sounds really good. Sounds on point. I got a good shot. I, I can agree. <laughs> this is all my thoughts in the head. Like, oh yeah, you got this. Yeah, yeah. Make sure to breathe. I'm a diver. Do all these things right. And then we fast forward to the day where if you're gonna get that callback or not and sadly <laughs> i gotta know now in that moment i was like in my head i was like what what you what? Uh, <laughs> really are, are you serious what, why you're always like you wasted all my time <laughs> you wasted all my time to do this <laughs> and you say no you didn't even give me like a callback just once i'm okay like if it was like i got to the end and be like nah but i just started it like i didn't even get past <laughs> level one like <laughs> damn. Find out. at that point i was like dang well it is what it is i ain't mad about it i mean i know other people probably was salty but i, I wasn't mad about it hey i'm probably like you tried and that's all that matters 
Exactly. Because then, because you did that, you got better opportunities later down the road. Oh, yeah. Because fast forward, I was offered the chance to be in two other capstones. And then I rocked it. It was first one was an acting mm-hmm. one. The second one was singing, rapping. And then your boy got to music direct a whole show. So I'm like, hey, that, that's dope with original music. So opportunities came up just through that failure. And I wouldn't have had it any other way. Yeah. I'm happy that you started doing it. It makes me so happy because I feel like you had you not done those capstones and stuff, you you would have missed out on some more art, like just oh, another yeah, of medium course. of art. Of course. Yeah. I never but expected see, you were just so there. open. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I never expected it to happen like that, but it did. And I'm happy it opened the door because from making my own original like beats, instrumentals and stuff, I even currently now make my own music, like theme songs and stuff. So it it kind of just led up to the story because we are the ones who are tell our story. We don't know where the path is going to be, but it happens as mm-hmm. it can. Because what's meant to be will happen. Hallelujah. But yeah, anyway, I had our topic of the day to talk about. I probably may just keep it brief. But basically, what was trending the other day was that the late Pop Smoke had an album that dropped. You know, as you know, he suffered a tragic death. And he had an album that was released with the help of 50 Cent and company, a lot of other people. It trended on Twitter. A lot of people have been enjoying it. A lot of people have not. At first, when it was first discussed of being dropped, the graphic art wasn't that satisfactory. And if you looked on 50 Cent's page, he like posted like a variety of different uh, cover arts for people to be like, is this the right one? Does this fit? Da, da, da. So when the album dropped, they released the cover art. It looks pretty nice. Mixed reviews if it's this or that, but they're going to have a deluxe. So in terms of when artists die and they have albums that release, what are your thoughts on that? Like in general of like, where do you think profit should go? Do you think it's true that when, when artists die afterward, their music becomes even more popular? Because before you're probably like, I didn't know who that was. And then when their album drops and they're passed away, now you know them. Do you think that's falls, pitfalls of the industry? What are your thoughts? Uh, you know, that that's kind of a tough answer. But I think, in my opinion, I think it boils back down to why we do this in the first place. Right. Like... Like I said earlier, when a hundred years from now, when I die, mm-hmm. and someone, I probably was a nobody, right? Right. But five hundred years from now, someone finds my demo and they hear it and they're like, "Wow, this is this is a song called Love One Another." And right. <laughs> it sent such a beautiful message, and this song got me through in the two thousands. Like, um, and. Even if it impacts one person, like I did what I was supposed to do. Because for all I know, I probably impacted the one person that was going to impact hundreds of others. And so when someone passed away, of course their music lives on. And of course it becomes more popular. Because like you said, yeah, people don't know who they are. They start looking it up. But then they start discovering art that they had no idea about. And then now they're using that art to express and live their life by. And... I think you can't take that away even when you die because no. a lot. I think a okay. lot of times when artists pass no. away, they want that. They want their stuff to live on forever. Exactly. Immortalized. And so I, be- I believe if there's family of the artist that passed away, 
the royalties should at least go to their family. Right. Um, or at least their offspring, something. Because, you know, when people die, they don't always plan to die young or die exactly. early. So they right. might not have always signified who was going to have what. Right. But um, I think at least a, a big chunk should go to the family. And if not the family, then like give donate the music to like a hall of fame or right to programs that help children create music like something that will keep this art living even longer exactly um and you have me thinking now like you know what when i <laughs> get my stuff released in the day i die if there's ever royalties like i definitely want at least a good 20 percent to go towards some type of like music right. program and right. then the rest can go to my children or my right. family right. but um i don't know that's that's just what i say i think it's wrong when people take the money and they're selfish or i think it's wrong when people take someone's art after they passed away and change it because mm -hmm. that might not be what they wanted but if you know, things like the cover art, you know, asking the fans, things like that. Like, that is, to me, that's good intention. That is good intention. And, like, you want to keep the artist as alive as possible. That, to me, is, like, as long as people are doing that, like, that's, that is totally fine. I think that's totally acceptable. But the minute it starts becoming, like, you're taking advantage of the art or you're trying to change it, things like that, you got to be careful. Right. That's Definitely. all I would say. Definitely. Because I was thinking about this the other day because we always have these tragic moments where artists pass away and their music ends up becoming immortalized afterward. But then mm -hmm. the legal issues start coming up, such as the copyrights and all of those things. And it just gets you thinking. So when you're making your own, how should you go about it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no right or wrong way. No, there's not. <laughs> it's kind of like, you know, I think most of his fans, I bet you, if they really weren't fans, like, they would know what he wanted to do with his music. Oh, yeah, exactly. And so I'm like, let the fans decide. You know Definitely. what? Give 1% back to the fans. <laughs> True that. I... You know what? <laughs> you know what? You know what? That's actually a good idea. When I die. Y'all listen man. to my music, you gonna get paid for it. <laughs> they put all this money into you buying your merch, buying your music. I mean, come on now. Get that one percent back to your fans. <laughs> <laughs> hey, especially if you pop in that one percent is gonna get you a long yeah. way. <laughs> right. Uh if you pop in, you making all this money, that one percent gonna help you and your family for generations on generations, you know. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Best it right, you good. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah, that's pretty much the main topic of the day. You know, immortalizing your music and things of that nature. As far as things go in life, you got to make sure you make a mark that's gonna represent you and represent your family. Right? You know, you make music; it's gonna live on to generation and generation. So when you have your kids, they hear you like, "Oh my gosh, that was mommy or daddy. They was going ham." And like that's the important gift to keep and cherish. So as far as that goes, this is the Talks with AQ podcast. I like to give a big thank you to Cheyenne Marie for giving her time while she's traveling to be on the podcast. 
Oh my goodness. The fabulous Shay Ann Marie with the with look, Leanne, Leanne was right. outside with this. <laughs> Lady Segura in the house. Lady Segura. In the, his house. Yes. Okay. Got it? Well, yes. Okay. <laughs> But yes, thank you so much for letting me come on your show today. No problem. I would absolutely love to do this again. Always, always. always. All you, right. You let the people know where to find you. All right, yes. So you can find me on all the major social media platforms on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon. You can follow me on Instagram at I am Shan Marie. On Twitter, I am Shay Marie. And on Facebook.com slash I am Cheyenne Marie. And you can also find me at Patreon.com slash Cheyenne Marie. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, thank you so much. Um, I, I will follow back. All right. She will follow back. All right. Guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Thank right. you. You're welcome. Well, you have a wonderful day. Happy Fourth. All right. You too. Happy All countries matter. Yes, yes. <laughs> all, all Independence Days matter. <laughs> Real straight up. <laughs> Real tight. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Talks with AQ. If you have any suggestions for the next episode, please be sure to go on Inspired by AQ on Facebook and comment down below any ideas you may have for what we might discuss for next week. I hope you enjoyed and I hope you have an amazing day.